Take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun. Hello ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Acting Inspired with me, Lewis Goody. And today, I have a guest, another guest, you'll be pleased to know, more of a break from my monotonous tones. Um, I love your monotonous tones. <laughs> uh, you may remember me speaking to this lovely young gentleman uh, two years ago, probably around this time, two mm. years ago. Uh, yeah. In up, We were walking, hiking, as they say in LA, yeah. up Runyon Canyon. Um, panting and talking about yellow face. Not panting that much. Well, we're no, in I such mean, good shape. I was panting. I was panting too. <laughs> <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Shen. Hello. Hello. Uh, thank you so much for for coming back and doing the podcast again. Thanks for having me back. So right. I'm getting loads of like recurring guests lately, and it's really nice it's to great. sort of it's measure like the second the reckoning. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and, and sort of look over what's what's happened since we last. Since last we spoke. Since last we spoke. Um, and yeah, since last we spoke, as I say, we were we were sunning it up in exactly. In and now it is the coldest week God of damn. London ever. I thought we'd got through the cold. I thought we got there too, and it's and just dropped it's again. The worst ever. I can't bear it, man. No. I'm wearing full long johns. I've got two jumpers on and a woolly hat inside my own house. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's partly because I'm skint as well, and uh, the heating is, you know, it's debatable whether it's uh, necessary. But it is necessary. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's good to see you, man. It's good to see you too. So what the fuck are you doing here in London? What am I doing in London? <laughs> uh, you know, I am... Apart from living, I know, sorry. Living. You, you, you are here, <laughs> you're based I'm here. I'm back here, but you know, it's I'm back and forth so much that yeah. it's, it's a bit crazy, isn't it? It's hard to keep up with. Um, yeah, but I'm back here. It's, it's actually, timing's worked out really nice. Uh, I was in, you know, I tried, I spent episodic season back in... The States in LA. Yeah. What is the episodic season again? It's about September, November, okay. August and November. Yeah. Um, but it was really slow this year. So right. last year I went and it was like three auditions a day, every right. day, like crazy. Jesus. Maybe like, you know, average of one to three a day. Yeah, but like yeah, yeah. definitely auditioning something like every day. Yeah. And it was slow this year. Really? Yeah. And I, you know, everyone I was talking to was like, yeah, it was a weird episodic season. That's odd. Um, and, yeah. And, and then do you then stick around for pilot season? Is that? So pilot season is, is now, is it's now. coming up. It's like, right. yeah, February to April. Of course. Yes, yeah. So that's so why, we were, that's why you were there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I came back, uh, to so I have a new, this new play that I'm producing. Yep. Uh, and just timing wise, it worked out perfectly to, to go. Um, and then I was planning to go back right after the play for pilot season, uh, and I ended up booking a play in Washington D.C. <laughs> so uh, instead of going back for pilot season, I'm going back after we close this play to go perform in uh, a play in D.C. Well, that's amazing though. That's like a really nice idea of like a, a you know a creative person's schedule. You exactly. Know, this thing, as soon as it finishes, straight over there to do a, it's great. a completely yeah. different role as well. Yeah. You know, I mean, in terms of uh, the creative roles. Yeah. Um, and a very different role. And a very different role than <laughs> anything I've done, which will be super fun. <laughs> we'll get to that in a yeah. minute. Um, but so, last time we spoke, we were talking about Yellowface. Yeah. Um, we were talking about East Asian actors yeah. in the UK and, and, uh, and America as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what... Ki- I mean, I live with an East Asian actor right. and um, <clears throat> who also happens to be doing very well right? 
Um, so I am sort of, I like to think that I'm up to date or, yeah. or conscious about certain things. Um, but can you give me your idea of, of what, what the whole, what's going on with that kind of situation or what, what you've observed over the last sort of year or so? Any positive changes, negative changes? Or, it's interesting, you know? isn't it? I mean, like, it's hard to, like, actually measure it in terms of my own career or, like, you know, things that you see around you. I mean, we had the print room protest around this time last yeah, year yeah, as yeah. well, yeah. which I think um, was good from a visibility perspective a little bit uh -huh. because it is, it's just, like, continually bringing up this, like, this fact that, hey, um, we are actually a people like yeah. you know uh, we're here uh, yeah we're, we exist yeah. and so so like when you do things where you're like oh we're just gonna uh you know china's a mythical land and we can cast it with all white people because like you know it's obviously some some foreign mystical yeah. um other pe people you know yeah, yeah, yeah. um then every time that comes up you it gives us the opportunity to raise some awareness and be like actually um, we're really underrepresented and, and this is why, because you think that it's okay to just kind of whitewash us out. Um, yeah. and so, uh, that, that happened. And then the musical theater Wales had a, had a production, um, called, uh, the golden dragon, I think <laughs> you know, they all have these kind of dragon <laughs> colors. just been yeah. doing white dragon. Um, yeah, exactly. Kai's yeah. white dragon. It's like, Oh, the Imperial Jade dragon flower. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so that also kind of raised a little bit of, of you know, where Musical Theatre Wales did this, Good, you know, yeah. Chinese people in a restaurant, but then being like, no, they're universal characters. And it's like, why do all universal characters have to be white? Like, especially yeah. if they're, and why do you name them with Chinese people? Oh, I see. Um, they, they, so they didn't cast? No, it was a Chinese restaurant that was all cast with white people. Oh, um, right. And, uh, Sorry, I thought you would say no, it was a positive thing. No, it was, a, it was another kind of, well, it was a positive thing in that, the teeth. in that, you know, the, oh. we had some visibility in the protest for that and, yeah. and the kind of they've released a really nice statement like recognizing you know what you know what the issues that are surround it yeah, um, are and so which is which is I think always a, you know when when you get the organizations under realizing what has happened and, and acknowledging that yeah. there is a conversation to be had yeah um, that's that's a good thing but that's Whereas, what you, I guess that's where you we come in is to make sure that conversation is had exactly and it's not just an apology exactly Right, and mm. I think Musical Theatre Wales did that really well, whereas the print room did not. Right. The print room is actually, I think they like tried to sue people. Yeah, that was what they were saying. Yeah, so. quite a bit of uproar. Um, yeah, so it's pretty, it's, it, you know, I think the dynamic is, you know, it's hopefully there's some more increasing visibility, but it's it's an interesting one because it it does feel like from an actor's perspective, like, you know, the rules come and go it becomes hot like in 2013 there was like you know a season of like you know that was when yellow face happened with like chimerica and like mm -hmm. yeah it was well, just yeah, after the yeah. orphan of zhao kind of and like ai weiwei happened that year and like um the world of extreme happiness like yeah. there was just this like glut of like east asian plays yeah um but then it kind of like it you know sometimes it feels like okay we've ticked that box let's uh, we don't really need to revisit it for a while. Yeah, we've um, we've covered that exactly for the time being. So, uh, so yeah, so it's 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 like hard to get a finger on it. Um, and with my own like kind of what I've been working on uh, as an actor, it's it's hard to gauge because I haven't done much, but I know my peers, you know, have or whatnot. So, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so it's it's hard to, to say whether there's been concrete movement in the industry for East Asian actors, but I think yeah. um, I think there is hopefully continuing conversation around it. Great, yeah. I, I was just wondering, sorry, because I know you're, you're here, we're going to talk about your play, obviously, yeah, that yeah. is on at the moment, yeah. but I just wanted to sort of, because I do think it's important and we should have the conversation whenever yeah. we can. Um Especially from, I don't know how, I don't know if I even have any East Asian listeners, uh, right. you know, of course actors you do. Or, well, part of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I hope that if there are people listening, then these conversations are heard. Um, I was speaking to uh, a, he's actually, I think he would call himself a Swedish actor, uh-huh. and I was talking to him recently yeah. um, about, you know, I was getting on my sort of, hippie horse about you know mm. not wanting to play the game and be a part of the you know sort of fighting the 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 man if you like right. or whatever um and we were we were talking about the the roles that he the, the way that he sees it um i i think i don't want to like misquote the guy so i'm not going to say his bloody name yeah. or anything but like uh he his opinion was that you have to play the game to some degree so yeah you, to, in order to be able to manipulate it yourself yeah um, so yeah, I'll take that Asian yeah. whatever part, yeah. and I'll do my thing with it. Right. Um, I mean, I think being a Swedish actor or yeah. a British actor. Or I whatever. mean, I think like the the. I mean, with any role that comes out that is stereotypical yeah. or like that is offensive, and you know, um, it would be great for actors starting out to be like, oh, I'm not going to do that, and like having that kind of, yeah, you know, being like, oh, let's send a message to the producer, which in some cases might work if it's a really offensive role, like, great, but like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, if you don't take that role, somebody else is going to, yeah. like, like, it's going to get taken by yeah. an Asian actor who's going to do some sort of, um, you know, whatever, whatever they want, right, yeah. whatever, whatever negative portrayal they want, and yeah. so it's, it's a tricky one, but I, I kind of am at the point where it's like, you know, at least if I take it, I can, you know, speak about it, make it known or try and adjust it. Yeah. Or at least question, like, why does this, yeah, why you can is this bring it up exactly. in the room, right? Yeah. Right. And so it's like, at least, you know, maybe I, I, it's not the ideal role to take, but at least, you know, I can bring it up. But there are some roles where I'm, you know, at some point in your career, you do have the luxury to be like, I'm not. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm, like, yeah. I'm not going to bother doing that. Yeah, anymore, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But it is definitely a, a foot in the door and you have to, you have to use it. You to, have to use those opportunities. To, yeah, because you know, I mean, being in being in a minority actor, it's it's a double edged sword, right? You have these specific opportunities that yeah. exist, and because there are less of us, you know, we will be seen for these if they need them. Yeah. But then also, the roles are limited, and we're sealing, and we're stuck playing a lot of these crappy roles, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so. Yeah, it's it's always it's a tricky one, and and I think you know starting out, I don't I don't I don't um, you know hold it against anyone if they take a role that is you know a little bit offensive uh, yeah. because you know you have to survive. But then you know I also would like to hope that if you do take that role, you can try and you're aware of it, or yeah. you can try to do, do something, something with it. Yeah, exactly, do something with it, or try and like you know raise your discomfort with it and then you know yeah which is but it's also really hard to do right it's yeah. hard to go onto a set and go to the producer and be like i took this job but i think it's a little bit racist right yeah 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 um uh so it's always it's always that kind of conflict but uh yeah it's 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 the game yeah no <laughs> well absolutely and you know it's it's tough on many different levels across all different fields and yeah. uh, with all different people i guess uh, yeah 
that's easy enough for me to say, <laughs> being like the the top of that fucking pile, I guess. Right. Technically, cool. but no, but, but we need you. But then I also like, it's like it's also like really important to have like you know your your straight white men yeah. uh, to understand it because like you know you have the power to make a difference. You know, yeah. like it is like if 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 a straight white if if straight white male like Chris Pratt's like no, I want. I want income equality and I, I, you know, I will lower my, you know, I, I won't do this until, you know, Jennifer Lawrence gets paid the same as me. I don't know if that was them or um, something. Yeah, so like, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, then yeah, they're, like they're the, they're the allies you need, right? Yeah, like it, yeah. otherwise the visibility just sounds like, oh, it's a bunch of minorities, you know, harping on or a bunch of women just complaining, you know? Yeah. And so it is, you so know, I think allies are just my responsibility to become really successful. Exactly. So exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then bring up the little ethnics with you. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um, uh, okay. Well, well, thank you for, for talking about that with, that's great. For me, with me for a moment. Um, so let's get on to to the play. Yeah, the play. The play. The um, play. So there or here? Yes. Um, is a play that you you are now. This is another place where I always get confused with you because I'm like, I've seen you as an actor. Yeah. I've spoken to you as a producer. Yeah. You know, I know that you do various things within this whole world. Yeah. So this job, this play, there or here. What is the situation? So what is the situation? <laughs> so four years ago, I produced Yellow Face. Yes. I had a co-producer, Lucy yeah. Fenton. I remember um, you talking about Yeah, that. and yeah. we were both um, pitching this play for us to both be in it, uh, Yellow Face. Um, mm-hmm. And basically everyone was like, what? Two first-time actor producers? That's not, we're not okay with that. Right. Um, so she very graciously was like, well, obviously you should be in Yellow Face. Um, <laughs> and I will step back and produce. And she will step back and produce. Um, and so it was always the fact that, okay, she's going to produce that and then we'll find another play for her to star in that I will be producing. Yeah, great. Um, so it's our company that we founded together yeah. with its remit to put on work that features, uh, you know, actors of color mm-hmm. and women, especially yeah. women of a certain age. Um, so, you know, Lucy's post 30. Um, and I think when, you know, once you kind of hit 30, uh, and you know, there's the, the roles, become much less exciting for yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. And so we were like, we've, we're, we've always been like, okay, we're going to try and find work that features prominent roles for, you know, underrepresented demographics mm-hmm. um, and that tell stories in a kind of a funny, accessible way that deal with themes of race or gender. Correct. Um, so Yellowface fit that perfectly. Yeah. Um, we were able to switch one of the roles to a woman that was originally written for a man. Right. And then it was all about like race stuff. Um, and then we were reading plays, uh, a lot of plays, um, after we finished that to find a role that had a nice juicy, uh, a play that had a nice juicy role for a female, uh, of a certain age. Um, and it's it's difficult. It's difficult. um, And, and, and I, not for, I think a lack of things being out there, but a lack of like these writers having representation for, you know, these writers getting their, you know, the agents having stuff or pitching it to you. Right. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are plenty of plays that are great that people have written, but they're probably struggling to get representation because, you know, Hollywood or agents are like, it's not commercial to have a, you know, a leading 40 year old woman. Um, so we write a lot of plays uh, and we found one uh, as we were finishing up Yellow Face of the National, uh, and then Lucy got pregnant, had a baby, <laughs> she put a little, uh, little, uh, you know, stall on things, and 
now she her her baby's a toddler walking and talking right. and she's <laughs> yeah. adorable and um but we still kept up this play um and this play is called there or here uh-huh we found it in la uh, th- uh with a uh, la-based female playwright uh-huh um it's pretty important to sign a female playwright yeah and it's about uh, a couple who's played by my co-producer lucy mm-hmm. and uh and chris nyack uh they they're they're a American couple mm-hmm. um, having a interracial American couple. So he's actually South Asian. So right. interestingly enough, yeah. um, this is all, it, it's like, <laughs> it's like five South Asian actors and Lucy. Right. Um, and they decide to go back to India, which is where uh, AJ, the husband was born yeah. uh, to outsource their pregnancy to a sur- to a surrogate. Right. Um, so it's really interesting because it kind of deals with, you know, uh, deals with race and identity in terms of like his relationship with his motherland, yeah, um, and kind of integration into America, and then also obviously gender and her like relationship with a you know potentially becoming a mother, but also her own mother is a prominent character in the play as well, yeah, yeah. Um, and kind of the you know gender dynamic gender dynamics there, like her she has like great relationships with. It's an interesting play about like kind of like outsourcing. <clears throat> as well um and so uh yeah so it kind of really encompassed the like themes of of race and gender that we wanted to get through and it's cool it's entertaining and fun yeah it's interesting that idea of like um of sort of uh i I read it in like a is it like on the park website um the description of the play about going back to a country that aj's parents had the, the and a culture that AJ's parents had in a way rejected by moving yeah, to the States. Exactly. Like, I think that's a massive, in, massively interesting topic yeah. because, uh, you know, me and Kai are doing a bit of writing at the moment and, yep. and it, it, there's something along those lines in there because obviously, yeah. you know, she was brought up here, right. um, you know, and where I guess it was where as a, as a, a person of whatever descent, yeah. you are, You've grown up in a world that is not that. Yeah. Um, so how do you face and, that? Um, yeah, and it's and it's and we had a great discussion actually, um, a post show discussion on kind of Asian identity. Yeah. Uh, after the show last week, oh, and um, and it's it is kind of like especially growing up in America, growing up here, it's it also just gets like you you have to assimilate as a child because otherwise, like you know, you're ra- you get made fun of exactly. of your race, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's like sure. and like you know. You know your parents come as immigrants like they don't they don't know like all the traditions that you know you're expected to know and i like i brought up like like you know 50s day you have to dress up and like you know like you know 50s day yeah and do you guys not have that like like in in like school like when you're a little like you know they're like theme days like pajama day yeah 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 and it's like i just remember you know people you know all the girls they like they have like their parents make them poodle skirts i was like yeah i don't think my mom would like be able to make not that like i would wear a poodle skirt but like like a poodle skirt and like you know we have to do our research as to like what you wear i'm like i'm like i'm sure they you know my parents know that kind of stuff but like you think you think like you know they come here and uh, you know any you know any immigrants into the country like they're just like random traditions that yeah you know that are completely different from the ones they yeah, grew up totally, with and yeah. you have to assimilate and if you you know um you know though the show fresh off the boat i don't know if you've seen it doesn't really air here I've but it's like a couple it's of episodes, like yeah. i mean like that's a pretty quintessential stuff when 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 he like goes to school and it's like oh he's eating noodles everyone's making fun of the noodles it's like yeah. oh you know you know 
not allowed to have noodles anymore. We got to bring Lunchables or something like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that kind of stuff is like, it is all about like that, that assimilation yeah. because otherwise, you know, that you're going to suffer. You, you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's pretty interesting. Um, and so that is, you know, I like, I love this play because it does kind of really tie in those, you know, both these themes of like race and gender. Yeah, totally, man. Amazing. And so what has the process been like with producing this play compared to producing something like Yellowface? Because just the fact that Yellowface was four years ago yeah. now, um, how long, because I remember we did talk about this, but it was a couple of years ago, yeah. so bear with me. <laughs> yeah, no, fair. Um, but the, the process for Yellowface was quite a long one. It right? was. And um, so we basically got the rights for Yellowface in like 2012. Mm-hmm. Um and then we're pitching it to venues for a couple of years and everyone, people were like, oh, you know, uh, David Henry Wong's too esoteric. Like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, you know, Asian audiences won't come. Like, you know, who's heard of this, you know, three-time Pulitzer Prize finalist, like multiple, <laughs> like Tony Award winning, yeah. like, you know, most famous playwright in America. Mm-hmm. Like, um, uh, you know, we had a hard time pitching it and, and we were first-time actor producers. Yeah, sure. Um, and so this time we were like, well, we... Uh, you know, we just came off the back of the national. Like, yeah. clearly, you should have some, you know, uh, a little bit of clout trying to pitch this as well. Did that give you some um, some weight? less than we thought it would? Less, really? <laughs> no, I mean, it was all right. It yeah. was it was better. I think we, you know, it was, but it still took a long time for us to kind of, you know, pitch it because now we're dealing with an unknown playwright. You yeah. know, a, you know, a piece that doesn't have the track record. It had a nice production in New York, but it doesn't have the track record of like, you know, David Henry Wong's like, yeah. you know, oeuvre. So, um, so yeah, I think that was, that was tricky. Um, and you know, I just think finding a venue generally in London is hard. A lot of it is also just from a financial perspective, yeah, like totally. for the cast of five people yeah. that you want to pay, um, in a, in a smaller theater, like it just is not feasible financially to put it up yeah. anywhere. Right. Unless you're willing to, to take that risk or, or like, you know, really kind of be clever about your finances. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, we did, you know, shop around quite a bit. We decided to go back to the park because we had that relationship with them. We thought it'd be a nice yeah. know, kind of homecoming. Well, it's a great um, theater. Yeah, it's a great little theater, yeah. you know, and four years later they have, you know, hopefully a more established space than they did when they opened, you know? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so we thought it would be a, a nice fit to go back. Um, but, you know, it was still... You know, and it's still like producing is hard work. Yeah, I, I bet. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know the the official way of the producer, if you like, yeah. but just with this idea that I've spoken about on the podcast of taking something to Edinburgh, um, yeah. which I'm sort of going through now. Yeah, exciting. You know, even that, which currently at this point has been, you know, applying for venues. Yeah, and through that process seeing like some figures yeah and then thinking about accommodation and yeah. before i've even started to think about well not before i started but yeah. in betwixt thinking yeah. about the ideas for the piece right you know yeah um so it's uh and we've tried to you know spread the load a bit by there's four of us together who right. are yeah who are doing it yeah. together kind of thing yeah um uh, with a production company and I yeah, do quotation marks yeah. because I don't really know what one of those is. Right, right. Um, so what, you know, also I want to ask as yeah. well because you're an actor. Yeah. I, I would say you, do you see yourself primarily as an actor? Primarily as an actor. So yeah. I think of my producing to complement my acting. Yeah, basically. great. Yeah. Um, so also what it must be like 
to because last time you produced the play you were in it yeah. as well yeah yeah so this time you've really taken a kind of step back yeah so what's that like so it's interesting because well it's nice because you know I have I, you know I did producing on Yellow Face as well but yeah. I, like once I started rehearsals like uh, Lucy took over did most of it yeah my gosh I have so much appreciation for what she did <laughs> like the fact that we had like never done it before and like yeah. that that was like so successful and ran so smoothly um, I'm just like man Lucy is a like a powerhouse yeah. because like um, like I am just like uh, we hired a general manager because like you know, at that time like neither of us were you know we were both pretty early in our careers and now yeah. like obviously like four years later my acting has picked up a bit more and so there was the risk that I was like if I get acting work, like, you know, I have to be able to, you know, do that as well. Yeah. Um, so we hired a general manager this time who's right. dealing with a lot of it. But even between the two of us, I'm just like, wow, there is like so much to deal with. Yeah. Um, Can you take me through <clears throat> some of the, some of the sort of so, basics? So it kind of starts in, you know, uh, like for us, we started with like when we booked the venue in the summer, probably is, yeah. is when we, when we dealt with it. And that was like, so you first have to, so already we had the rights. We've had the rights for a couple of years. Yeah. And so like it starts with like the negotiating of the rights and like, you know, obviously optioning the piece. Yeah. Um, we actually did some workshopping with it um, oh, cool. and had a, actually a, a slightly redrafting of it. So we did a workshop, a workshop of it with our own money from our company funds um, a year ago with some paid actors, did a like invited reading to get some industry in, right. um, to get some feedback. And then, cause, uh, we just wanted some tweaks that we thought would work better for the British market. Yeah. So we had a rewrite over the summer. Um, and then we kind of locked down the venue, you know, you kind of negotiate, go, go through all the contract review with the venue, kind of negotiate thing terms Jesus that, that makes sense. Yeah. And then we had to like kind of fit in. We have like, you know, all the, you know, design and marketing deadlines for their season announcements, which happened in, you know, which happened, I think, in October, and then I went to LA. Ooh. And then while we were doing that, we were hiring our. Then we had like hire your whole creative team, right? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> sure. And we were applying for Arts Council funding at this as well. Jesus. So we were applying yeah. for Arts Council funding, which is a nightmare. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't even know. But I, the last, my last um, guest as well was yeah, talking about that, and it's it's, it's hard work. Oh, God. Um, there are a couple all nighters that we had. Yeah, you know, but, um, yeah. And so we had our director on board for a while, and he's great, and he was with us from the workshop, so he's been. You know, with it, as Vic, Vic, yeah, so Vic Sibilingam, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, and uh, and so you know, but then we had to hire a team, and obviously we're looking for a team that is like female based, female yeah. or or ethnic, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, a t- person of color. So we do have, we did manage to assemble an entirely female and or uh, of color yeah. and or LGBT team, so, which is great. We're very How- happy with that. How difficult slash easy is that? It is, uh, you know, it, t- it takes some work. And and, yeah. and and like, and we would get candidates that were like, oh, this person has more experience, but this person, you know, and, and I would be like, well, you know, no one else is going to take the, per- the the chance on the person with less experience, but who is a person of color, right? Yeah. So that's that's what we're doing. Like, that's our company's remit. So yeah, yeah. let's do it, you know? Um, so it was like seeking those people out. Um you know, you know, asking around, just, you know, finding people. Um, and it's like trying to find that balance of having the experience and also, you know, you know, fulfilling, you know, requirements that we're, we'd like to, you know, like raise their profile. So like, yeah. you know, trying to, trying to find underrepresented, um, creatives. Um, it was so, so we, uh, because our play is like an India based play, we yeah. wanted to find a 
co-producer, associate producer who was of Indian descent. Yeah. That was tough. Like yeah. we asked, we like asked stage one and they're like, oh, we don't know anybody. We asked like, we asked everyone. Wow. Um, and there are like a couple on the fringe potentially. Um, and we found one. <laughs> <laughs> we found like the one and she's half, uh, she's half Indian um, and actually has her own really interesting story about like not looking Indian enough. She started as, as an right, actor as well. Right, okay. Um so she actually changed her name from Singh to Creed. Uh-huh. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's another interesting story. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, it, you know, it was an effort to, to you know, it, I don't think it was like, like because like, you know, what annoys me is when people are like, oh, we have to take a risk on, oh, well, we're going to take a risk with these people. Yeah. And I'm like, it's, it's, not, a, it's, not, it's not a risk. They're fully capable. It's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's like, you know. Um, yeah. so it, it was, it where does was, that come from? That, that risk thing? I don't know. Right. It's yeah. like the whole, like, Oh, Oh, you know, like a woman director. Oh gosh. Are we going to take a risk on a woman director? And yeah, you're like, yeah. Why is that a risk? Yeah. It's, it's like literally like the system is, is not giving her opportunities. Um, and therefore she has less opportunities yeah. and therefore she becomes risky because you've not given her opportunities. Exactly. And so for me, it's like, well, let's make sure we're giving all these people opportunities. Right. That's also like the beauty <clears throat> of being in such a, oh God, I always get these the wrong way around. Subjective. Uh, yeah, exactly. Sort of yeah, yeah, exactly. Art. Right. Yeah, is exactly. The, it's, it's taste. It's, exactly. It's taste. Yeah. So it's not right. really a risk. It's just going to be different, different to maybe how you thought. Exactly. It right. There's yeah. no like right way to do it. Exactly. Um, yeah. I guess it's like, I guess the quote unquote risk is like, oh, will we get our, you know, white male investors who right, yeah. want to see white males running the show, right? Um, but, you know, obviously we're, that's something that, you know, our USP is, you know, not that. Exactly. So, yeah. um, so you know, I think they're, they're out there and, uh, you know, I... So, so my general manager did most of the, like, the searching and recruiting. Yeah. So, um, you know, she had some great candidates, so... Uh, hopefully it wasn't that difficult. You just have to like look for them. Well, that's you know? it. I mean, that, that's I guess your responsibility with right. with your exactly. the remit of your uh, company right. is is yeah. to put in that work. Exactly. And like when we yeah. were casting, it was the same thing. It was like you know we were going through spotlight. We looked through basically everyone at spotlight that we thought would be fine. And and it was things like, well, you know, someone else isn't going to bring them in. Like yeah. we might as well bring them in, right? Because yeah. yeah. like you know. Like the opportunities are, are are thin enough, so let's let's try it. Unless we like watch the show reel and we're like, okay, they're not right, but like, yeah, you know, um, we did end up finding you know people who you know, you know mix of experience, yeah, um, some that were super experienced and some that were you know less experienced. But yeah. it was you know going through that whole process. It was, it was well, okay, they don't have they don't have that much experience, mm-hmm. but you know, who else is going to take a risk on them? You know, exactly. if we're if we're questioning it. Yeah. Like for sure, no one else is going to be looking at them. So yeah, I was, yeah. I was pretty adamant, being like, "Bring them in." Yeah, you know? totally. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, uh, so yeah, so hiring the creative team mm-hmm. and then casting. Yeah, and then uh, and then all the logistics surrounding that. So all the contracting, like going through equity. Like our general manager is great. She did like all. She went through equity to make sure everything was like Tight. totally in line with what you know, you know, all equity guidelines. And then, you know, getting all the venues for rehearsals, Jesus, which we were trying to, like, minimise as well. So Where did there's you a lot of schmoozing. Oh, so. uh, really? Oh, don't worry. <laughs> so there's, no, there is, we were ended up rehearsing in three different locations. Wow. Um, so Lucy has a, a nice common room in her house. Yeah. So we did that for the first week. 
the second week, um, we had applied for the new diorama Bamer project and they gave us a week of rehearsal room. Correct. So we took that and then we um, met the local community center who uh-huh. was just building a new building. Oh, wow. And we managed to like do some like in-kind trading to get a week there as well. So we were moving our um, cast around a lot, but you know, we were trying to save money everywhere we go. Totally, man. Um, so yeah, and it becomes a lot of like, yeah, so so there's all the logistics of, of doing doing you know everything around putting a show on yeah um, and then like you know building the set and building the you know and then getting the light, lights and all the kind of tech stuff to make sure that all works out and a lot of Anita help did a lot of that um, and then kind of uh, you know and then it becomes a lot of like kind of relationship management or like, yeah, or sure. like kind of like um, you know so there, like, there's yeah. like there's so much stuff that you have to keep your mind yeah, on it's pretty stressful like what just even if this might even just be a personal tip for me but yeah. like how do you manage it like do you I'm talking literally do you have like a like, list where you're like <laughs> I'll hire someone <laughs> uh, have someone else do it for you yeah um yeah, I'm. I'm not the most organized person. Yeah. The the like general wow, manager, like on. Lucy, is the most organized person, and Anita, who's our general manager, they're like <laughs> they deal with all the like organizational logistics. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's like one thing. It's just like the amount of stuff that comes through. It's just for the most part, you just have to respond to it immediately. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll just have a backlog while you like never get through. So it's yeah, like sure. I'm like almost always on my phone, just like dealing with stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, when it, is, we had a we had a Google Doc, so I I, I, oh, I guess yeah. what we had we had a shared Google Doc that was a to do list that just kept growing Jeez. and like was assigned and you need to kind of manage that. But basically, we just all of us always had it open. Yeah. Um, and things that just like all discussion topics just like threw went up on that. Anything that was outstanding just stayed on the. That's doc. a very good way of doing yeah. it. Yeah, right? and that was kind of like I guess the most solid logistical way. Yeah. Um, and communication, I think. Um, yeah, Anita and I. Uh, you know, at some point I was just like, I was like, I'm like, like, like we were, we were kind of like getting at each other because I was like, I, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what you're dealing yeah. with. And like, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. so I'm asking something and if you've already dealt with it, like, I don't know this. Yeah. And then it just became just, uh, just kind of, we chatted out and we're like, okay, we just, just be aware of it. We, like, we'll both CC each other on everything that is possibly happening. Yeah. Even if it just like overflows your inbox. Cause then, you know, at least, at least you know, we know what's going on. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah and so totally. like, cause there'll be things where I'll be like, Oh no, I just thought of this. And then I'd ask her about that. She's like, I already dealt with that. I was like, well, I didn't see that. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> and, and, and like, you know, what we don't need is like that escalation of like stress internally yeah, 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 yeah. and all the stuff. So it was good to kind of like early on, we got that kind of like sorted out um good stuff man yeah it's so, but it's so what is, is it like so then are you just waiting for like opening night because then once that happens God, it was it was this thing where it was like the wait's just not wait for it to open yeah no because then you have to sell tickets and and but what could you possibly be doing to right now yeah oh it's it's now we're, we're managing a marketing plane yeah a marketing campaign right Jesus. So now it's like figuring out what where we're going to spend our money to market like who are our audiences like yeah we have to monitor the seats to make sure like oh do we have any slow nights that we have to push like, yeah what's our social media strategy Jesus. what's like you know like where are we going to spend our marketing money we hired a marketing uh manager she's wonderful as well but she you know she like will give us options on like you know facebook campaigns or or, you know, like mail outs or, yeah. you know, flyering, postering, you know, we're going out to flyer for like, for like shows that are, 
um, that are light, um, coming up with like offer codes, trying to come up with offers, like pushing that kind of stuff out, figuring out how to like best, you know, pitch your reviews, like who you can partner with. Sounds so kind of fun, but it must be it, stressful it, as it well. It is pretty fun. It is also a little bit stressful. Watching um, those seats like every night. Like. Yeah. And like, it's, it's nice cause like we're at a place where like, like thank goodness, like we got some decent reviews and so, uh, the seats, you know, if we had if we had gotten like the big nationals and some, and some like like you mean the best thing ever, like if like the Guardian came in and yeah. they gave us four or five stars and it's like sit back, yeah, just let it run. But unfortunately, like, um, why do you think uh, that is? Oh man, because um, the park I, theater gets. <clears throat> I know. I this is another little issue that I had because it's yeah. like you read these articles that like in the Guardian or, you know, in on what's on stage that are bemoaning the lack of female playwrights yeah. and the, like lack of diversity and being like, oh, we need, we need this. And then you go, well, you know who has such a huge impact on the success of a female playwright or, uh, you know, it's the critics. Yeah. Right. And so for the, for the reviewers or the critics to write an article that goes, oh, we don't have enough female playwrights. They're not getting, or like, or like these articles featuring, um, you know, oh, you know, women women playwrights are more likely to be on the fringe at, at less at less t- cost tickets. Yeah, and you go, you go. Well, how do we boost that? Well, we need reviewers to come in to 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 sell these seats, basically. Yeah. Otherwise, we don't get the visibility that we need. And that you're apparently <clears throat> moaning about. As that well. you're moaning about exactly. Yeah. Um, and so I had, you know, I was I was really like. I'm frustrated about that, but then you know the critics have their own plights of like who are their readers and how are they have to stay afloat because obviously yeah. you know you know the theater criticism is also you know and newspapers are you know a, a very medium that is you know potentially on in in you know some shaky territory as well. And yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like you know they've got to balance. They're you know going to go see their commercially successful you know white male you know, giant white male producer shows. And so, you know, they, but it is frustrating to be like, look, we've, we've got a female playwright. We've got an, a f- female driven people of color on stage stories that are, you know, important that, that there is a dearth in, in the, in the industry. Yeah, and there's definitely an audience for it. And there's an audience for it, but we can't get, you know, the mainstream media to come, to come see it or review it, which just keeps it, do you have this conversation with any? I don't know if it's that <clears throat> easy, but with I would like say, to. I've tried, but yeah. you know I can't get responses from them, and like so it's right. it's tricky. Um, yeah, I'm working on some stuff around it, but uh, yeah. So you know, so, but you know, we were lucky that we got some great reviews from from the bloggers and from some you know some of the smaller you yeah, know I mean, online online reviews. Some of those and reviews so, look great. Like yeah. they they sound amazing. Yeah, so we're pretty excited about that. Yeah, they, and then using that to drive people in. Thank yeah. goodness. Because um, if you don't have those, then, you know, then the marketing becomes tricky, right? Because yeah. then you're like, oh, how do we make this appealing yeah, if yeah. people didn't like it? Shit, um, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, I think, um, yeah, it, it's ongoing until, and then even after, you know, even once it closes, then you're wrapping everything up. Yeah. You've got to tear down the set. You've got to do all that, you know. Jesus, so it even continues so, once it's yeah, shut. It is, it is definitely lighter than it was, like, the yeah. last week of rehearsals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then I have this play that I'm doing, and I was actually in New York during the last week of rehearsals. Yeah. And it was just like... Lucky uh, job. Yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. 
But I mean, it's good though because surely, uh, you know, aside from everything else, it's it's uh, I think one of the keys to us being able to stay creative and positive and and something that breeds more work is being busy and yeah. you know yeah. and clearly that is yeah that has had an effect because yeah. you're going straight from this to Washington. Yeah, it's pretty crazy actually. Like I I feel like even this week like like I was it was thankfully very slow while I was producing this this um yeah. this play and like yeah. production week I had no auditions coming in and like and I was like normally I would be like on the phone with my agent but like I was like Please, like, stay, like, let me do, like, let me just try yeah. and get this show up and yeah, not yeah, yeah. deal with any of the other acting stuff. So <laughs> I was in New York workshopping this play, and then I came back, and it was just like, no castings came in, and it was totally fine. And then literally this week, it's just been like random stuff has been coming on, and so right. I've got like like a bunch of work lined up this week, and and then uh, and the next week I'm working on something, and then. We close and then I'm off to DC to just start this new play that I'm starring in. So, uh, yeah. So, so you're leaving uh, is it Lucy? You're leaving Lucy back in the in yeah, the depths of it. Exactly. Just she's, as it finishes. Uh, just as she finishes, she's gonna uh, now the the weight of acting is off her shoulders, so she yeah. can pick up the producing duties <laughs> and clean it all. While up. you go and put your high heels on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, you're allowed to talk about that. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Yeah, right, I'm on yeah. the website. So yeah, perfect. Well, it, yeah. So you, uh, you let us know what you're doing. So yeah, there's uh, about five years ago at the Tricycle, there was a play here called Paper Dolls. Yeah. It's based on a documentary about uh-huh. Filipino care workers in Israel, immigrant Filipino immigrants in Israel who are care workers for old Hasidic yeah, Jews, yeah. and uh, by night they have a drag troupe and they're drag queens, uh, and so cool. they've been revamping the play and they're doing the American premiere in. Uh, in March, April in Washington, D.C. Uh, so I'm going to go play a Filipino drag queen. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be exciting. I love it, but I wish I could... Yeah. I, I mean, you know, who knows? But yeah, who knows? Yeah. You might find yourself out there and, you know, it'll, so be, cool. it'll be... I'm like, yeah, I, I think it's like... Um, yeah, talking about kind of, you know, East Asians and opportunities, it's, it's, it's interesting, it's cool because... It's a double-edged sword, right? Where it's like, yeah. you know, our roles are limited, but then also if there's an Asian-specific role, like, yeah. we've got a good shot at it. Yeah, so yeah. if they need an Asian, like, you just play this spectrum of character, right? <laughs> because you're Asian. Yeah. And so, like, you know, I've, you know, I've played, like, like stalkers and, like, creepy people and then, like, you know, <laughs> uh, in, you know, Chinese, whatever, businessmen, whatever, yeah. and then, like, something a drag queen, yeah, right? Man. And yeah. you just get to play that spectrum because your type becomes Asian yeah. as opposed to a character type, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you can just kind of, you know, be a character actor to play anything that they need an Asian for, which is great. Yeah, yeah, um, totally. So yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, I'm, it's a musical. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be singing and dancing in heels right. and drag. <laughs> um, yeah. And next week I'm workshopping a new musical, which is going to be a good practice. Uh, you, because where are you uh, doing that? In London, yeah, in London here, yeah. So oh. that's good because I was like also just being like, I need to sing more so that I oh, great. Get seven shows a week, and I was like, perfect. Let me workshop this new musical. God, seven so, shows a week for how long? God, uh, four weeks, I think, that's four or five great. weeks. So that's so, like ideal, right? Yeah, but still a little bit. Oh yeah, it's good. Scary. You're gonna be back <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's the two shows on the weekend, so it's back to back day, oh, Saturday, shit. Sunday. So it's two shows Saturdays, two shows Sundays. So I've like, I think I got to find like a standing massage appointment on Monday morning. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. Fucking um, hell. Yeah, it'd be fun. That's amazing. So, um, 
So what, what's your focus now with the play? Let, let me just go through a few things just to shout it out sure. for you. Um, so it's There or Here uh, by Jennifer Maisel. Maisel. Maisel, yeah. sorry. Um, at the Park Theatre, directed by Vic Sivellingham. Yeah, Sivellingham, yeah. Sivellingham. Uh, starring Lucy Fenton, uh, Manish Gandhi. Yep. Ursula Mohan. Mohan. Chris Nyack, I can't read my own writing, yeah. sorry. <laughs> and Rocky Thakura. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's uh, uh, our former EastEnders actress. Ah, she's nice. our, like, our little name. Put some palms um, on seats. Exactly. Yeah. She's great. So she's, they're all actually phenomenal. No, so good it's great. stuff. It's great. It's really funny. And, and also, I should mention, because I don't know how much, because we talked about your producing last yeah. time, um, but guess I guess maybe we talked more about Yellowface and, yeah. and the kind of themes behind that. Um, but your production company, Special Relationship Productions. Yeah. Um, so keep an eye on, on that. Thanks. Um, and There or Here is on until the 17th of Feb 2018, obviously. Uh, you can get tickets at parktheatre.co.uk. And you can follow the Twitter account for the, uh, There or Here, which I also wrote here or there for. <laughs> um, so it was at There or Here Play capital letter at the beginning of each word although I don't know if that matters on social matters, yeah. um, and of course at K Shen to, to follow the wonderful K Shen I just wanted to put that in there you know before we finish yeah, and then thanks. I'll do it again at the end Great. Um, once we've wrapped it up but so this is another how do you I mean you've said it's been stressful it's been heavy it's been a lot of work but but um, are you still hungry to produce more yeah, well, I think it's... Um, What's the idea now I with special relationship productions? It's important to produce work that, you know, is is not out there. Totally. Right? So, yeah. like, so there's the passion to get, you know, t- to do this casting and, you know, to, to represent underrepresented demographics because other people aren't doing it. So I think it's, you know, we're capable of doing it. We can. Yeah. I think I have to kind of forget how stressful this period is before I start going, oh, yeah. great, let's produce another play. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, but... You know, that goal is to, to do another one that Lucy and I can both star in. Yeah. You know? uh, ideally, like, to be able to have things deal with these issues, but maybe they don't have to be so explicit, and you can do things that, you know, it could just be race-conscious and gender-conscious casting, where you do flip, flip the yeah, race sure. or gender of a character, um, uh, you know, irregardless of story. Um, so, so I know I know how the mind of a of a sort of creative person works. Yeah. I like to think anyway, and um, so I can imagine. Are you looking for things already, or are there oh, yeah. little buds like um, appearing? We, so blooming? it's it's tricky. We do want to read things by writers of color. Yep, um, and it kind of has to you know fall into our remit and have parts for both of us, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, yeah, so you know we we've kind of started. I've like Lucy's like let's put a call out for plays, and I was like okay we can, but I don't want to read anything yet. I'm like let's let <laughs> yeah, this I'm one just settle for a bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like you know it's always it's always on the on the back burner there. But you um, should do that though, right? A call yeah. out for because then yeah, I mean is is new writing something you'd be opposed to? Or? No, new. I mean, we you know we've thought about commissioning for the, for for a piece like this is yeah. pretty new writing. Um, you know. Uh, yeah, it's because I'm good. sure with it's like we'll read it. yeah, you know, with the with the internet and, exactly. and with things like yeah. um, the Papatango Prize yeah, and exactly. that kind of stuff. Yeah. There's you know there's there's there. I think it's given people more power. Yeah, 
Um, it's also really tricky though, then because you're also like, oh, there are two of us, and if we like, how yeah, much can we realistically <laughs> read? You know, um, for a small fee, I will come and help you. Exactly. Place. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, hopefully, it'll be very small. Very small. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, we're not we're not opposed to to looking for more stuff and hopefully getting some great new discovering some great new writer yeah or a writer of color yeah that'd be, yeah. That'd be the dream right? that's the dream yeah yeah to bring it all into the forefront exactly. of everyone's minds exactly. um so what so what is i mean apart from the play afterwards you got anything lined up after that or or you know, auditioning yeah i mean that takes me up to may so you know I'm and pretty, then where are you gonna be then then i should be back here okay after. yeah i'll be back here and then i'll probably go back for episodics but you know God, i'm so jealous of that I've still, I mean, wow, I probably said it last time. I don't time. think I've mastered it yet. So well, it I mean, feels a little bit like... The, the change of scenery, though, you know? It's nice. It's, but I do feel like I was in in the fall. It was so slow in LA, but it was pretty busy for me here. So I was sending tapes out and feeling like I was losing jobs because they were like, oh, we'd like to bring you in for a recall. Uh, oh, maybe he can Skype in. Oh, just kidding. We're fine. <laughs> and I'd be like, I definitely lost that job because I was in LA. Oh, um, and so it's, yeah, I don't think I've quite mastered it yet but hopefully you'll get there yeah. yeah we're all just we're all just it's a tricky one yeah we're yeah. figuring it out as I, as I like to say yeah. um, so how long to play on for until the 17th until the 17th so a couple more weeks yeah yep um, are, have you got any offers or anything at the moment or we haven't oh gosh I should have set an offer for you guys no um, I mean just let me know and I can I will I will set up an offer for your listeners oh that would be awesome yeah yeah and uh, and you can you can email it out yeah you can see how many yeah. people exactly, actually exactly. listen to my we'll podcast set up an offer tonight <laughs> no, no, for don't do your it. listeners <laughs> you might only get three people that's alright right. <laughs> is better than none I three guess. is better than none um, well, is, is there anything else you want to sort of plug or, or you know uh... discuss even so I feel like I've I feel like we've covered yeah, the play. I feel like we've been chatting for ages. It's not that long. No. Oh no, nearly an hour. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. Okay. <laughs> no, it feels just, like that long, oh, Kevin. I'll stop. <laughs> it's because I just talk incessantly. I mean, let me ask you this: You've been surfing much? Since? I have not. You have? I knew it, dude. I know it's terrible. Why not? I don't know. I bought a board. Yeah, I know you I did. I bought a board and a wetsuit, <laughs> and then I've gone out there and I was well. I I screwed up my knee big time oh, when I was shit. when I was out in um. Uh, in the fall, I went out. I, you know, I do wushu. Yeah, yeah. I'm in LA, and yeah. I, like the second week I was there, it just popped my knee out. Ah, shit! What was, do you mean you dislocated it or something? It was like it's happened to me before. I was just kind of like, like just like came out, and Tell it was that, terrible. And so I was like just limping around a little bit all fall and getting hideously out of shape and like thinking about surfing and not yeah um, so I just didn't get out there it's also something that is a lot easier with other people yeah exactly and I you know, had a friend who was up for it and uh, you know Ryan I was yeah. like, you know, he's over there too and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like well I can't really yeah, and I should get out there. And now Ryan's like too good. I feel bad. I'm like, oh, is he like so really good? I now? think he's got like his little. He's got his little slick short board and yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. flying around. So annoying. I've I seen know. that happen with so many people around me. Like, I'm just like, fuck. I've never been that good. <laughs> <laughs> so. um, well, dude, thank you so much for, no for speaking you. to me on the pod again. And, yeah, it's uh, a pleasure. Always. Like, anytime. All the time. Literally anytime. Just, uh, just tomorrow, we're going to have another yeah, episode. Let's do it. I'm, I'm <laughs> Actually, no, I've got to concentrate on coming up with something to take to Edinburgh. I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah, don't forget to see your show on Friday. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, that's true, actually. I should plug that. Yeah, come come on down to uh, the Seven Dials Club at 7.30, which is 42 Earlham Street, opposite the Donmar Warehouse. 
Um, Friday the 9th of Feb, uh, 7.30 onwards. It's a fundraiser. Uh, you can, I will put a link on this, on this episode as well for tickets, um, alongside tickets for there or here. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I'll link you to everything and, and thank you so much for listening guys. Thank you, Kevin Chen. No worries. Thank you. There you go, ladies and gents. That was the wonderful Kevin Shen, take two, um, promoting his new play on at the Park Theatre there or here. Um, it is on at the Park Theatre until the 17th of February. Now, since Kevin left here uh, yesterday and uh, he, uh, since he left here yesterday, he sent me a promo code for my listeners only. So here's the real test. I'm going to find out how many of you motherfuckers, well, if you've got the time to go to the theatre, how many of you are, are listening over here at Acting Inspired? Um, so, the to to get tickets with a discounted code for Acting Inspired listeners, go to theparktheatre.co.uk and uh, in the promo code section, type in INSPIRED. Um, and make sure you follow at there or... Shit, have I been saying here or there? There or here. Make sure you follow at there or here play at Kevin Shen to follow the man himself. Um, and you're going to want to do that because I can't wait to see a picture of him in uh, drag as a Filipino drag queen um, when he goes off to do his play in Washington, D.C. I think you have to s- you have to differentiate, don't you, between Washington and Washington, D.C. I don't actually know the fucking difference, but I have heard people say before. Washington isn't Washington, D.C. or something. I don't know. Anyway, he'll be in Washington, D.C. doing his play. Um, ladies and gents, thank you so much again for listening. Kevin was a great guest, so thank you to Kevin. Um, I will be performing this Friday, the 9th of February, at the Seven Dials Club. That's 42 Earlham Street, opposite the Donmar, down on Seven Dials. Covent Garden, I guess, is the closest tube. Um, but you probably want to get off at Leicester Square and walk from there. Uh, due to congestion. So I'll be doing a thing there. It's a fundraiser. There are tickets for £5 on the on line and £6 on the door. Um, don't know why I'm shouting. But uh, yeah, so make sure you do come along to that. It'd be really cool. And uh, come and say hi. Yeah, I'll be performing alongside the wonderful Daniel Y. He is a, a brilliant performer, um, comedian. Just He just will have you in stitches, I guarantee it. Uh, the wonderful Issa Bonacera, who I've spoken about before, um, she'll be doing her new piece. Uh, a bit bits, it's all bits, sort of work in progress from our shows that we're taking to Edinburgh, or hope to if I get a fucking venue. Um, Charlotte Merriam will also be there performing some wonderful character comedy, and you will have the likes of me and also uh, my buddy Omar, who is the cosmic clown. Um, so yeah, make sure you get down and, and catch all of this stuff because it's going to be a wild, wild night, ladies and gents. Um, but I'll leave that to you. Uh, yeah, where can you get tickets for that? Oh yeah, so if you go to my Facebook, the the Hot Air Baboon Facebook page, give that a like as well if you could. Um, and I will sort of cross-promote it on the Acting Inspired page. I have been doing that already um, and on my own pages as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much again once. Thank you so much again once again for listening again, 
and uh, I'll speak to you next week, uh, probably about some Edinburgh stuff, updates, uh, poo in my pants kind of vibes, should have had my pop filter, um, but I don't. Anyway, ladies and gents, thank you so much, ladies and gents, ladies and gents, ladies and gents, they, thems, theirs, goodbye, love you, bye, bye. Twas a life gay and easy, whatever may come, take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun. Mm-hmm.